This is a Little Empire podcast. Visit us at littleempirepodcast.com and on Instagram at littleempirepodcasts. This podcast is brought to you by flicks.co.nz. This episode of Walkout Boys contains spoilers for the first half of Miss Peregrine's Home for Ordinary Children Who Are in No Way Weird. Uh, it contains no uh, spoilers for the second half. We didn't see it. Why? We, we are. No, <laughs> no. You, I'm taking that away from you. I don't We've get- had complaints. <laughs> You have a very simple job and you keep fucking it up. So I'm going to do it. Do I say because we are? Because we are. That's right. We went along to see Miss Peregrine's Orphanage for children who don't got no heads. <laughs> uh, yeah. Welcome to Walkout Boys. Uh, this is the movie podcast where we, me, Nick, and you, Joseph. Thank you. Go and see uh, half a movie and walk out of it. Halfway through. And uh, now, Nick, I don't... I, I'm trying to remember what what we saw. Okay, well, we saw Miss Peregrine and her house that is also a school. And, and it's but, also back but, in time. <laughs> that, that's what it's called, right? I, I When I bought the tickets for this film, I just kind of mumbled my way through a half name. And they knew what I meant. Mm. I was like, Miss, Miss Ch- Chickenbottom's uh, l- lovely... Pad of wonder. Yeah. And they but, were like, yeah, another one for them. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this is your classic film by Tim Burton with, you know, potentially too much going on. And it's, I believe it's probably based on a beloved children's book that I haven't read. Most things are. Uh, that's true. <laughs> Most everything I see is based on a children's book I haven't read. Um, and it's a, it's a delightful, if somewhat... Uh, you know, confusing tale. I was deeply confused at every single point of this film. <laughs> uh, so we begin in 2016. Mm-hmm. And Hugo from As Hugo, most films do. Yeah. With Happy New Year. Happy New Year. <laughs> it's 2016. Uh, a big, a big banner read on screen. And uh, we were in, we're in Florida, the Sunshine State. We've seen a few movies set in Florida uh, so far on this podcast. War, uh, War Dogs. War Dogs. And now this. There's two. But that, it made me think, oh, I like the move there. It's true. So I was thinking that for a lot of, when a lot of the uh, explanation, the, um, I, I, I just agree though, that you, you they, uh, the movies we've seen sort of present Florida as a place you want to leave from. So like, oh, this War quite- Dogs is like, I got to get out of here and get to Iraq. <laughs> and then, you know, uh, this one is like, ah, anyway, gotta- take me back in time. <laughs> Well, for me, I take was like, "Take me to World War Two, England, please." Well, they looked sunny and nice pastel colors, and and I was like, "Take me there." And it's a it's a swing state, you know, so I could really help swing the election. True, but I wouldn't have a vote as I wouldn't be a citizen; I'd just be a a resident. So maybe I'm rethinking that. Yeah. Anyway, the point is, the movie Jesus begins in Florida. <laughs> the movie begins in Florida, and we have a young boy named Hugo from Hugo. What's his actual Oh, it is Hugo from Hugo. It was Hugo from Hugo and um, Ender from Ender's Game. Who's Ender from Ender's Game? Oh, is he, is he Hugo? From Hugo. Why is his name not Hugo? <laughs> well, then this one, his name is Boy. I could not tell you anyone's name. <laughs> his there name are is, so many people in this okay, movie. His name is main character Boy. Yeah. And his dad is the guy from IT Crowd. Yeah, who's now American. Yes. And, and his granddad is an old man. An old man who gets killed by Samuel L. Jackson. Yes. And a giant. And potentially a giant. 
Look, a lot, a lot, a lot. We are explaining this as well as we can, and I would, I would ask that you not give us that tone while listening to this podcast. We are trying. I think we're explaining this better than Tim Burton explains a lot of what's happening in the film. Yeah, Tim Burton's like, ooh, I could, I could explain to people who don't know what this is, but I'm too busy making this child doll with long fingers. That's in there at some point. Uh, so the boy Hugo from the, the main character boy, he's working in a supermarket and he's sad about his life in Florida, which I think looks great. But he's unhappy and uh, he doesn't know how how good he's got it. Basically, <laughs> it's what you're thinking. Yeah, that's I'm like, oh, cheer up, buddy. <laughs> Look at the sun. <laughs> and uh, but unfortunately, things aren't so great for him. He, uh, the girl from school doesn't doesn't like him. Uh, she th- knocks down his stack of diapers in the supermarket, and he gets a text that his old man grandfather has been killed by Samuel Jackson. That's right. That's not what the text says. <laughs> no, no, it's it, it's much more vague than that. Yeah, like like most of the film, it doesn't say uh, I'm being killed by Samuel L. Jackson. L. Jackson is sent from old man grandpa. <laughs> That's what I recall. And so he, he drives because out. of that. He goes to an island in Wales. <laughs> it's because there's, there's a flashback where his grandfather explains that he went to read the books, guys. Do you want us to really explain this? <laughs> well, isn't that the point of the, the podcast? Yes. Okay. But I'm just, I'm feeling like we're doing a terrible job. So he goes to Wales with his dad who hates him and loves birds. His dad is a birdologist? Yes. But interestingly, his dad is a birdologist and does not care for the idea that Miss Peregrine might be a bird as well. And Nick, who's Miss Peregrine? Well, let me tell you. It's Eva Green uh, and she's the one character I can name um because her name is Miss Peregrine, because that's in the title. And it would have been helpful if the other characters' names were in the title as well. And that's why I think all films should list... Hugh- well, every other film does. Hugo. Ender's uh, Game. Yeah. But they should list all the characters. Magnolia. Yeah. That shouldn't be called that. It should be Jack called... Jack Reacher. Yeah. Wait, who's... The, the Hobbit. But are you suggesting all the characters should be in the name, or just one character? Because this already does that, this film. Yeah, I guess so I I guess I am saying. So you're all saying the characters Titanic should... should be called Jack, Jack, Rose, Rose, Bill Paxton. Yeah, see, well, we don't know what his name is because it's not in the title. We should, we know the name of the boat definitely. <laughs> the title helped us there. Titles do that, don't they? Really help you with key plot points. Sometimes. I would say it would be more important for us to know the name of uh, Bill Paxton's character than it is to know the name of the boat, since we were on the boat for the whole movie. Yeah, we'll remember that. So it should be called. Um, let me remember it. Lo- um, Dr. Lovett. <laughs> I guess I can see how that would be a little confusing <laughs> as to what the point of the movie is. If the movie is called Dr. Lovett and he only features as quite a despicable character that sort of sets the plot in motion. Okay, good. So they go to Wales where Miss Peregrine runs a school in the 40s. Uh, yes, but it's trapped in time. Oh yeah, there's a, there are time loops which they introduce to us, which uh, is weird. I don't want to. I'm not. Look, I'm I'm sure this is a good book, but I, I don't want to make a critique here. But I'm going to. Maybe you've got too many things going on. Maybe have a school for weird, peculiar people who can float and are full of bees. Oh yeah, that's enough. Or or have one, a school that's trapped in time in a loop, like a normal school trapped in time. Yes. So they just where it's, it's the same normal day. They learn the same. It's just full of, you know, dickheads and morons. Children, uh, you know, normies just going about their day. And then each day the day resets. But but this, we have, we have, some would call the best of both worlds. I call it the worst of both worlds. Yeah, so we, 
So you'd prefer a film that had neither of these things, neither a time loop or normal. I just want to see a film about a normal school (laughs) that's not set in the past. Okay, it's set in 2016 uh, with normal normal students and just learning and going home. And some go to college, some don't. Yeah, I don't go to school anymore. I'm really curious to see how schools work. Yeah, well, they all use laptops now. When it was when I went there, it was just you know books. Well, yeah, they're all just sitting there waiting for Superman. (laughs) That's true. They're all just looking out the window, and then the, at the end of the day, the teacher says, "Not today." That's the um. That's what happens in the documentary. Waiting, waiting for Zoom Man about the American school system. Yes, yes, oh, I know. Yeah, I've seen it. We've all seen it. <laughs> it's it's just a real time <laughs> GoPro in the corner of a classroom, as so all the kids just sort of sit there quietly reading, waiting for Superman. Yeah. And that's why I got nominated for the Oscar. For yeah. At the very end, though, the door opens and then it co- cuts to black. Yeah. So you're well, like, was that Superman? <laughs> but then there's a post-credit sequence which shows you it is Superman. <laughs> I, I didn't stay for the post-credit Yeah, it's part of the DC universe oh, waiting for God. Superman. Didn't? Oh, really? Yeah. So he turns up and he's like, I'm going to be a teacher now. <laughs> and then you hear, <laughs> not for long. Oh, what? The Joker's in, the, in waiting for Superman. Oh, the Joker's there. <laughs> <laughs> but enough about... <laughs> David Guggenheim's Waiting for Superman. All right. I'm all about waiting for Miss Pilgrim. Miss Pen- Ping- Pilgrim. Penguin. Miss <laughs> Penguin. Sorry. Ms. What's her name? Pe- Miss Peregrine. Miss Peregrine's of Madagascar. Okay. <laughs> Is this not part of the Madagascar canon? <laughs> Well, we haven't seen the second half. Maybe it is part of the Madagascar <laughs> canon. We'll find out. We need to explain what happens in the first half, and we're going off track, Nick. I I, re- I really hope that at some point one of the kids like invents that just sort of whistles that like hums the tune for. I like to move it, move it, and that's like kind of where it came from. And like that'll never catch on. Oh, because so in the forties. Yeah, this is well before the the you know the timeline of Madagascar. I, I look forward to the second half, Nick, and I dare say the penguins of Madagascar may make an appearance. <laughs> now, this film is, they're in a time loop. Mm-hmm. They're in a time loop in a school, and the school is full of weird children. And, mm. and they say it, so I'm going to say it. Oh, yeah. This is not us passing judgment on them, because no. they are... Peculiar. Yeah, they are peculiar. And, uh, Nick, let's try our hardest right now all right. to remember what all the powers First one is floaty girl. Girl who floats. She yeah. wears lead shoes, so she doesn't float. Yeah, easy peasy. Easy. One is a mouthful of bees. Yes. Uh, a child who's a mouthful of bees at all times. Is this because he's... Is he peculiar in that he was born with a mouthful of bees, or did he just eat some bees? I feel like the bees are somehow part of his body. Um, his I tongue? don't. Yeah. But was he? Did he? Was he born and then bees? Like, oh my, that's a horrible birth. Yeah, I like. I think he just ate some bees. I'm gonna say a lot of these children would have had horrible birth. Imagine giving birth and your baby floats away and its umbilical cord is the only thing tethering it to the ground. Well, you'd be grateful for the umbilical cord you in which be. case. But then your dad, the dad comes in and snips it. Oh no! <laughs> Suddenly you're walking around with your baby like a balloon. <laughs> Helium balloon with yeah. the um- umbilical cord. And w- what's worse is you've got a bunch of balloons already, so they kind of get mixed up, and then a little boy comes past yeah. and takes oh, one. please, one balloon, sir. Yeah. Well, of course, uh, little boy. Here's a balloon. You're a balloon salesman. You've got to sell the balloons to make money for your baby. Wait, what baby? What, where's the baby gone? <laughs> you oh sold God. it to a boy for a dollar. <laughs> and that boy doesn't know what to do with the, the baby he's just bought for a dollar, so he sends it to a home for peculiar children. Oh, And that's, wow. how, she, that's how she came to be there, I imagine. Oh, this isn't a film, but it should be. <laughs> uh, there is uh, two children who's... Two twins whose weird peculiarity is that they 
have, have sex uh, on their heads. Sex on their heads. <laughs> and I feel I feel bad for them because I don't think they're that peculiar. I think I think their parents think so. put sex on their heads. Like, well, they're peculiar. Better get rid of them forever. They are just super ugly. <laughs> And the parents are like, nope. <laughs> Sackhead. Um, Sackhead, go live in a time loop forever. <laughs> there is a, uh, a little girl who's very strong. Um, mm. There is a man. A Maybe boy. she's just like uh, buff, the girl. Yeah. Maybe she's just been shredding. She is maybe what, because there are like those little baby weightlifters these days. Yeah. Um, maybe she was before her time. She now, she now should be, she'd be an Instagram famous. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of these guys be Instagram famous, <laughs> and maybe except for Invisibility Guy, because yeah, yeah, I mean, selfies... he'd be like selfie, and you'd be like where? <laughs> so yeah, one of them is invisible. One of them is invisible, and he wears a little hat. Yes, and one of them is um, he is he can bring the dead back to life, which is quite weird. But he's a bit mean. Yeah, as he would be bringing the dead back to life. Is that your as your power? I think it's a nice thing to do. Yeah, but they're always we- they come back weird. <laughs> <laughs> leave them dead and people are always asking you it's like having a van <laughs> wait like having you know yeah, people always ask you to move oh I have to move yeah it's like hey man what are you doing this weekend can you bring my uh, <sighs> beloved grandfather oh my god <sighs> no I can't bring like, you never ask me to hang out when you don't have someone dead that you want brought back I will of course yeah fine but, but you know just <sighs> maybe give me a ride to the airport sometime why that as well <laughs> I'm already bringing your grandpa back from the dead. Where are you, are you guys going on a trip now? Well, yeah, we're, we're going to see the world. Fine. There is also a guy, a, little, a boy whose peculiarity seems to be. Oh, it's that he projects it. For a long time, I thought it was just that he was really into fashion. Uh, <laughs> they keep talking about clothes. And yeah, he was like, he's like, oh, you great shirt. Yeah, like, is that his peculiarity? I don't. Know, maybe it was because it was the 1940s. They thought because he was into clothes, he might be gay, and then that would be peculiar then that's true and i was like i was like being ready to be angry at the film but i was like oh, i was the 40s you know we'll cut them we'll cut them some slack even though it was the movie was definitely made now and they could have cut that part out but it turns out no he just projects his dreams onto the wall that's yeah his... yeah he just <laughs> he just can and everyone watches them every shit. night yeah i, I don't know no no, no, no nobody's dreams. watching my dreams my dreams are like often like it's just me uh hanging out somewhere but really needing to piss because i in real life i need to take a piss so i in the dream i will just be uh going to the toilet in like the corner of a room somewhere and be like this is wrong <laughs> and because my mind trying to wake me up telling me that i need to go to the toilet that's you dream wow that's that's a good dream do you know what i dream it's last, not a good dream <laughs> do you know what i dreamed last night and i would not want anyone to see on the on a projector on her screen i dream my friend rose uh, marafeo listeners of little empire podcast might know her from bones of the heart i dreamed she did a tweet um, she did, did a selfie, just a normal selfie, and put it out, and it got a thousand retweets. And I was like, "Yeah, it was a good selfie, but not that good." <laughs> like, so, so I, your dream was that Rose did a good tweet. Yeah, but I was like, and I, you were jealous. No, of I wasn't it. jealous. I was like, <laughs> I wasn't jealous. Why were I, you dreaming this in the first place? Of course, you're jealous. I, I just couldn't see why I got a thousand retweets. It was a good oh my selfie. God. It didn't even happen. <laughs> No, and this, I was just like, oh, yeah, I was like, yeah, good selfie, but like maybe the public got a little too crazy for this one. True. Okay, well, that's revealed a lot about you, and, and you know, I'm I'm glad that that's not being made into a movie. Um, okay, so what else do we need to know before the in before we go into the uh, second half? 
before the second half, uh, so he spends one day in the time loop, and then he realizes uh, these children are never going to grow old, and he has to get back out into the real world and grow old, and he goes and sees his dad, who's just still depressed and maybe getting a bit drunk, and he runs away from his dad and goes back into the 40s, and he hears... That Judy Dench is on her way in the form of a bird. Mm-hmm. And she arrives. And, and she has grave news about something bad Samuel L. Jackson is going to do. Samuel L. Jackson does not like these children in their loop. One bit. No. Uh, and then, be- right before we left, uh, the uh, boy, main boy and floaty girl sunk to the bottom of the sea, went into a ship. It's like a shipwreck at the bottom of the sea. And then we left. Okay. That's well, it. Here we go. <laughs> Let's have a guess at the second half. <laughs> All right. Uh, right after this message from us monsters. Hello there. I am Mrs. Peregrine of Mrs. Peregrine's Home for Unfortunate Children who are unfortunately very special and very good at being weird. And my name's Tim Burton. Oh, Tim Burton. Well, what have you come down to my school trapped in a time loop in the 40s to say? I'm here to make some clay children and make them walk up a wall. Well... If you want to do all that sort of carry-on, I dare say you should go over to flicks.co.nz. They have all sorts of stuff that you might like. Your weird upstart ways. They have little little dolls with big eyes and pins sticking out of them. They do if they're playing one of your films. Otherwise, I think everyone else is just making normal films for normal people. Do they have a, a bird with five eyes? Again, uh, that that I can only say that they would if that you put that in a film and that went on to... Hello, it's me, Danny Elfman. Danny, Danny, please, it is very late at night. The children are trying to sleep. Please, everything is too intense. It's great, I'm enjoying it, but I'm saying... Will you be quiet? Danny. I'm sorry. Tim Burton. I'm sorry. Do me a favor, and when you go back to 2016, go to flicks.co.nz, log on, and go watch a fucking movie without any fucking stop motion for once okay good now if you excuse me i have a bomb to reverse welcome back welcome back to Wargat boys now where we last left our friends in the miss peregrine uh, orphanage they were at the bottom of the sea they're at the bottom of the sea going through an old shipwreck full of skeletons and they're looking around and so we've got we've got Hugo from Hugo, the main character boy. Floaty girl from the delivery ward. And she is wearing her lead shoes, walking around the bottom of the ocean through a shipwreck. When they spot something Ooh. out of the corner of their eye. What's that? What? It's a submersive submarine right down at the bottom what? with robot arms searching through the wreckage. Oh, my God. <sighs> Rose. <gasps> Rose. Are you down here, Rose? I'm looking. I'm looking for you. Where are you? What is it? <laughs> love it. It's love it from Doctor t- Love it from Titanic. Bill, Bill Paxton from Titanic. Are you saying the ship they're in is the Titanic? The Titanic. Oh at the my god, of the sea. What? Hey, who's out there? Hello. I'm looking. I'm looking for Rose. The just Rose. <laughs> Kate Winslet's character Rose. I'm looking for. Her. Um. Hello. Uh. Excuse me. There. Uh. My name is uh. Main character boy. Uh, I, I'm just a boy with nothing peculiar about me that I know yet. Well, I'm sure people keep hinting that there may be something peculiar about me, but there's no way of knowing if there is. Well, well let me shake your hand, but I'm inside a submarine, so I'd have to extend this robot arm 
for you to shake. Well, it's nice to meet you, Doctor Lovett. That's, uh, that's me. I'm not you sure seem I'm like a, a nice. I'm not sure if I'm a doctor. You're not by sure. The way. Okay, I'm Lovett's the name, Mister Lovett. Thank you, um, Brock Lovett. Got it. Oh, okay. I, I'm glad that you remember your name. Uh, me and my floaty girlfriend are just. Um, we're we're just hanging out in a ship, and uh, we're worried that uh, bad men are coming to our our home for peculiar children. Doctor Lovett, you're not a bad man, are you? Uh, well, I'm bad in some ways. I exploit shipwrecks and. Steal the diamonds from the bottom and make old women tell harrowing tales about the days they lost their most beloved uh, loved ones. Boy, he sounds real bad. I know, I'm a monster. Okay, well, yeah, I, I don't think you're going to be the one to help us. Thank you, though. Wait. What? If you can help me, I can help you get out of the time loop. I, too, am stuck in a time loop. What? Yeah, that's right, it's 1997. Every day I relive the same day. The day... Rose through the the necklace off the back of the boat, and I'm I'm just trying to find trying to find her, and 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 if you could help me find the necklace, then maybe I can I can undo your time warp because the the necklace is valuable. For, we can get a lot of money with the necklace, and then I can use that to uh, to sell, and uh, and sell it to a time lord who can undo your time loop. Well, what what do you think, Floaty Girl? Well, it, it just so happens that I actually know a girl was full of necklaces. Maybe if we go... She's one of the peculiar children. Maybe if we go and reach inside her mouth, we might find the necklace that he's talking about. Cut back to the to Peregrine's orphanage. Main character boy and floaty girl rush back in. They've got to find the peculiar girl with a stomach full of necklaces. <laughs> and and th- this starts a long scene where they walk down and we meet all the peculiar children we hadn't met in the first half. Oh, okay. It's a it's a it's a great scene. It's sort of like one of those uh, interview scenes from a, a, from you know like a comedy where you you have the two the main character boy and the girl that's sitting in this chair and the other side of the the desk the chair keeps switching out. Oh, like like the audition scene in Bring It On. Absolutely. It'll be like comically bad. <laughs> so they're like, yeah. uh, so what's your peculiarity? Well, my hat's on wrong way round. Oh, I mean, my eyes got eyes of their own. <laughs> oh, my nose eh, is, an, is is two noses. I can only speak in racial slurs. <laughs> and that's all he says, <laughs> which is weird. <laughs> yeah, he says that in racial slurs. It's got subtitles. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Um, there, we've got heaps more. There's yeah. a, like a, a little girl that um, she opens her face and it's full of daffodils. <laughs> yeah. My T-shirt's a television. Oh, I can't swim. <laughs> so all these peculiar, <laughs> peculiar children. I, I, hello, me. It's me. I'm half tree and half tree. I'm a tree. It's a tree. I've got chewing gum in me pockets. I sometimes draw poops. My beard's made out of emojis. I can't fart unless it's in space. So they're meeting all these peculiar children, mm. and it's a, it's a but great... it keeps going. <laughs> it keeps going. Mm, I have a backpack for a body. My hat is uh, up, up, upside down, and it's a swimming pool. The hat's upside down. It's a top hat. It's upside down. It's a swimming pool, and a little mouse lives in there. I'm the mouse, and I'm also a little boy who got turned into a mouse by me, a witch. I'm a witch, but I'm also a broomstick. I'm a shoe with two hats. I'm a frog. Just a frog. Uh, I'm a little boy who knows all the answers to Scrabble. 
I'm a piece of paper, and if you turn me over, I'm a whole house. One of my ears is see-through. <laughs> There's so many children. Keeps and going. Oh my god! It keeps, keeps going. going. I'm a painting of a dead boy who's actually alive. I'm a boy who's only got a head and a body and arms and legs and all the normal things a boy has except for the tail. I'm a Blu-ray. <laughs> I sometimes get a bit wet when it's raining. A lot of these boys seem to have snuck in. <laughs> I'm a little girl and inside me is a thousand necklaces. <gasps> That's the oh, one. No, That's one. the one. That's the one. I'm a boy who likes climbing. Yeah, oh, no. Wait, wait, go back to the other one. <laughs> Get down from there, climbing boy. <laughs> Necklace girl. Yes, yes, sir. Please, we need to find a necklace. Suddenly, the windows of bursts open, and and Samuel L. Jackson and I assume some other people with vampire eyes. We're not quite sure what they do. We didn't see the first half of the movie, but we know they're bad, and they want something. They want something. Oh yeah. They want something to do with the school. They want it bad. They want. They want. To uh, privatize education, <laughs> they, they <laughs> it's a, it's a they want to privatize education because uh, it should be a government thing, you know. Yeah, no, it shouldn't be because the government have let the kids down. Their kids are waiting for Superman. Oh, so, so you the, you in your mind these these guys are goodies. They they hit a well. Yeah, I think private education can be a good thing. Oh, but these kids are from poor background. How are they going to afford it? Well, you know, uh, loans. Loans. They're from 1943, and they're trapped in a time loop. Yeah, well, then, the, uh, if you're trapped in a time loop, go to the bank every day and uh, get out the, the money, and you can get out every day because the, how are you going to get out the, the money, the, Joseph? If your mouth is full of bees, that is. A, and then there's a scene where you see the bee boy go to the bank to try to get the money out. Hello, young man. What can I help? <laughs> Cut back to the school. Samuel L. Jackson stands over. He's like, I'm here to shut the school down and turn it into a, a mega school mall. In the corner of the room, while no one is watching, our main hero has his whole arm shoved down this young girl's mouth, uh, trying to f- just pulling out necklace after necklace. None of the necklace, they're all just, they're all, there's a lot of funny gag necklaces. One of there's like a gag necklace, which is like a, a dollar sign. Oh, yeah, yeah, a candy necklace. Um, two chains turns up and goes, yeah. oh, yeah, those are mine. Those are mine. And that's the, um, that's the other African-American person in this Tim Burton film. Yeah, see, it's not a whitewash. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know what people complain about. <laughs> Samuel Jackson and two chains. Um, and uh, Samuel Jackson is pacing back and forth. Miss Peregrine is turned back into a bird um, and is just, and he's put her in a cage. Yeah, and she's, and she's distracted. Flapping by, around. Yeah, she's there's a she, where he puts in a mirror. Yeah, and, and she's just like, "Whoa, this is amazing!" And, and some like uh, French fries. Mm. And then she puts another bird who takes some of the French fries, and the birds are facing off. They're like, bah! <laughs> bah! Um, Samuel Jackson goes around and says, well, "All right, who's going to be part of my private school mall?" And, and everyone says, "No, no, I'm not going to be God part of it, except Joseph." In the corners. I'm, I'm, I'm all for the privatization of schools. Yeah, well, I need to make some money to get to Florida. <laughs> That's the peculiar thing about you is that you really want to live in Florida. How are you? How are you getting in all of these films? This is the second film you felt. Because I come in with a strong opinion about the film, Nick. You're all Mister Sit in the Fence. <laughs> the movie comes to Nick sitting on a fence. Oh, damn it! He doesn't know. If you he's realize in time the fence or not. is my leg. What? Um, and Samuel Jackson comes up to Blue and Girl, and he says. Well, 
you all best make up your mind quick. And he gets out a pin and he pops her. <gasps> She's flying around the room. <laughs> it, it's, yeah, it's a horrific moment, but it's the fun sound. sound. <laughs> very loud. A young hero boy. He's 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 got almost there's almost no necklaces left in this tiny girl. It's like she's just it's just and it's vile. So hard. <laughs> <laughs> Scraping out goo, just yeah. hoping hoping for a necklace. He pulls one out. It, it's, it's the heart of it's the ocean. It's already the ocean. <laughs> sort of soft echo. It's um someone who has a pan flute for a nose. Yeah, playing the yeah they're right next to the sort of outer shot. They lead her and they're like, he's like stop it. Like, <laughs> Sorry. Um, just then, a boy with a safe for a head comes along. He goes, quick, hide it in here. <laughs> he hides the, the, the necklace in the safe. And then um, a boy with a, a jet ski for a, a dick comes mm. in. He's like, quick, on my dick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the boy jumps on this guy's this guy on the boy's dick. Yeah, it's a uh, yeah, with the with the with But the, it's all PG, it's Timbin. Yeah, yeah, with the safe with the safe boy. Yeah. Um and grabs balloon girl out of the air she's yeah. grabs a man, a boy who's just covered in sticking plasters, <laughs> grabs one off, tapes it onto balloon girl. And the, the um the jet skis has no gas, but luckily one boy has um has gas for thoughts. Mm. So he makes, <laughs> he thinks up some gas, and they put it in the jet ski dick. Yeah, and they're racing across the sea. Uh, whereas, and behind them, Samuel Jackson and all his vampire ghoul uh, friends are, are chasing them on on also jet skis. Yeah, but just actual jet skis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you know, not everything has to be a person. <laughs> for fuck's sake! Yeah, come on, Jesus Christ! Um, and 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 they're, and they're racing. They're racing. Uh, they 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 find themselves cornered in a bay. There's nowhere to run, nowhere to hide. Suddenly, a giant ocean liner comes steaming into shot. It's Bill Paxton. It's bloody Dr. Lovett. What? And he's aboard the Titanic? He's a doctor now, for sure. He's he's holding a medical (laughs) certificate. uh, certificate. Wait, so he's got himself in a new time loop in 1912? He's now the captain of the Titanic? (gasps) He Captain Phillips the Titanic? He Captain Phillips the Titanic. And brought it to Miss Peregrine's home for unfortunate weirdo fuckwits. And he's come to save the day. He says, mind if I crash the party? And he crashes into... It's just like the iceberg scene, but instead of an iceberg, it's Samuel L. Jackson and a bunch of jet skis. Uh, <laughs> he, he, um, and unfortunately, they rip it. Oh, yeah, the ships are sinking. <laughs> um, we cut to a, some footage from uh, the Titanic because, you know, that just makes sense. So Jack and Rose are sort of... Yeah, we kind of watch their whole thing play yeah. out um titanic sings it's very tragic um but miss peregrine's home for misfit toys is uh is saved and all that's all that really matters and uh the, the the children never get their never get their private education but no. but they uh, the time loop changes and they uh, they move forward a hundred years to a brighter future we're um where where public education is better, and and all of a sudden their school, while in a time loop, uh, is, is full of great resources, mm-hmm. um, smaller class sizes, uh, more one on one time with the teacher, and they, they learn a lot. And because they're stuck in a time loop, they get to learn forever, and they learn so much. And they're like, well, who who helped who helped the school? What 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 changed? What made the school better? And they look out the window, and they see a little 
light flying in the sky. What is that? Is that is that Miss Peregrine? Is that a bird? Is that a plane? It's Superman. Cut to black. <laughs> no, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's beautiful. Yeah. So Superman did save the day. Superman did save. It, it turns out they were just waiting for Superman. And that's great. And you know, well, that takes a lot of the blame off the people in charge of education. Um, you know, if they, if they, if we can all imagine that the real Superman is coming to save the children, yeah, then no one really needs to do anything. And a uh, fun fact: uh, the in the this because uh, in the original Superman, the is it a bird was referring to Miss Peregrine, mm. and the is it a plane was referring to Sully. <laughs> wow, God, <laughs> movies are amazing. <laughs> It's amazing Nick. how interconnected they are. <laughs> Nick, I need to see a full movie. I've seen so many. I haven't seen a single full movie. Oh, I saw Girl on the Train the other day. Yeah. And uh, my my girlfriend wanted to leave halfway through. <laughs> and you're like, no, and I was like, no. no. Hold on, hold on. Do not dare something. suggest this to me. Oh. Uh, hey, thank you so much to uh, if all you out there for listening to Walkout Boys. Um, if you enjoyed it, please let us know. And uh, please tell a friend because we love to talk to more people. Yeah. And uh, maybe 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 chuck us a little, a little snap of yourself listening to it at your place of work or in your home, wherever you listen to podcasts. We always love seeing you as real life people and not just faceless voices on the internet. This has been a little Empire podcast. We'll be back next week. And don't forget, we are brought to you by flicks.co.nz. Thanks for listening to this podcast. If you're thirsty for another, why not try The Male Gaze? Leaves home 12 to become a Pokemon master. Makes friends with Misty and Brock and then travels with them around. Brock is an absolute horn dog. Completely He's such a horn dog, eh? Always. How old is he? Well, that's that's the thing. I would assume Misty is like 14. Mm. And Brock is like nine, twenty. Yeah, yeah, he's like way too old to be hanging. He like out dropped with those out two. of uni, and he's just like dabbling in Pokemon for a while. Yeah, and he's doing like hard drugs on the side. Totally, because yeah. he's into rock Pokemon as well, which is like. Pfft.